Hello guys, my name is Shubhru and once again you're listening to my love podcast called The Red Love Show. I know it has been a long time since I have made this podcast, but there are a lot of things going on in my life. Particularly love life. I wanted to share all those things with you guys, but I'm not really sure how you're going to feel, but I'm not really going to bore you with all those feelings. And moreover, much of an audience only 30 or 40 people are going to listen to this podcast but i'm okay with that i believe whoever i'm catering i want to touch their life i want to move them i want to make them that i want to make them feel the love once again if you're going through any kind of hard times you know what page to like www.facebook.com/redloveshow But for now, it's time for me to read a beautiful love story that I have found for you. Fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not sure what. I haven't wrote that story, but I loved that story instantly when I read it, and I thought, well, I got to share this with you guys. So here I am, reading this beautiful love story. I'm not really sure what name to provide this story, but I guess I, I'll come up with the title. Well the story starts like this With tear stained cheeks I make my way to the kitchen namely searching for something that isn't there As I open the small window the coldness of the night brushes my face sending chills throughout my body I turn my back so that I am facing the room a crappy excuse for an apartment I hated the pale yellow design, the way the door creaked when I opened it, and the emptiness that always hung within the four walls. I make my way back to my bed, taking only six easy steps from my so-called kitchen. When I lay down on the small bed, a sense of warmth engulfed me, and I smiled. What are you doing here? What? I smiled when his deep voice caused goosebumps all over my body. His hot breath tickling my neck. I turned to his face, and I was struck with awe when I saw his brown eyes reflecting the moonlight that streamed from the small window. Every feature of his face was accentuated. His small nose. his thin eyebrow and his light brown lips with its crease shone under the gray like light he takes my hand and slips a cold ring onto the second finger the coldness is quickly replaced by happiness when i see the word i do engraved under the front you look beautiful darling he kissed my forehead as he says this and he embraces me once again i look up to him and with a voice that is almost a whisper i say it's been a lonely year without you his eyes flashed numerous emotions the most dominating was sadness i felt a lump in my throat swell when i saw the tears brimming in his eyes and i immediately hated myself when i mentioned it 
lips shook in a way, a childhood when one was about to cry, and I looked away, my own tears threatened to pour, um, I'm sorry, I know, you didn't mean to, his hand brushed through my hair, shushing me, calming me down like he always did, he held me onto him, my forehead resting perfectly onto his shoulder. He began to sing to me, softly and sweetly, the vibration from his throat lulling me to sleep. I'm always here, I never left. A tear finally framed for, fell from my cheek, and with his thumb, he brushed it away. He began to sing again, and I remember promising myself not to sleep, because I didn't want him to leave. I closed my eyes for only a second, feeling his finger draw circles on my back. The next thing I knew, a warm ray of light entered my room, and he wasn't there anymore. He was gone. I frantically searched the small apartment for him, which didn't take long considering its shoebox size. With a heavy heart, I pulled the closet, reaching in for my uniform. My bracelet got caught in something. And when I fully opened my closet, it revealed that it was stuck onto a white dress. My breathing hitched up when I realized I was caught onto my wedding dress. For some reason, I took it out and laid it on the floor. I soothed out the wrinkles that have formed and I winced when I saw spots of blood on it. You looked beautiful in that dress, you know? looked up to sparkling brown eyes, lovingly looking down on me. He sat down on the floor across me, crossing his legs. He smiled at me, taking my hand, wearing the ring. It reflected when it caught the sun's light, and he moved my hand to touch his lips. My eyes closed, relishing the feeling, and when I opened them, he was gone again. I banished all thoughts of going to work, and I reached for my laptop when the known opening music played. I gasped, realizing that today was his death anniversary. Soft lips began trailing kisses from my ear to my neck, and I felt him smile with every kiss. You smell like cherries, he says, making me smile. You have been gone for a year. My head slapped down, knowing that the reason he never left was because of me. Guilt spread all over me like virus, and he scooped me into his arm, his chin resting on my shoulder. I didn't leave because I still have unfinished business, remember? I knew his business was to leave me happy, but without him everything seemed useless. A knock on my door pulled me out of my revire. He was gone in an instant, and I opened the door slowly. Delivery for apartment number 104. Black eyes made mine, and for the first time in a year, my heart skipped a beat. That, that's for me? I scolded myself for stammering, and I forced myself into looking up. I took the package after signing it, and I smiled at the delivery boy. 
I closed the door and I tried to open the package. He looked like a five-year-old. His laugh roared throughout the small apartment and I glared at him. He stuck out his tongue at me and I ignored him. Every annoyance I felt for him vanished when I opened the package. Confetti of hurts filled the floor I was standing on. I quickly sat down, knowing that only one guy would have sent this. Do you like it? I smiled at him, beaming like a kid. I pulled out an album with our names engraved on the front. Below the words, Happy First Wedding Anniversary. You made this for me? I squeaked. He simply nodded with a sad smile. I opened the album and a picture of us when we were both 17 filled the first page with the data of when we became official. Picture after picture of us laughing, cuddling, and the most random ones showed. The last picture was the one he took a year ago with the caption, Wedding Day. Tears began falling instantly, remembering how he bragged onto my hotel room demanding to see his lady. I told you it was bad luck to see the bride before the wedding. I blurted out the words before I could stop myself. And he instantly was beside me, hugging me. I'm sorry. Before I could answer, another knock came to the door. I stood up. And behind the door was the delivery guy. This time, he didn't have anything with him. And he smiled shyly at me. I know this is weird, but um, can I ask you for your number? You know what? Forget it. You must be married or taken. He began to walk away, and I stifled a laugh. Just when I was going to speak, he walked back. Um, look, you're pretty, and I just like you instantly, and it would be... Uh, he stopped talking when he glanced at my ring finger. Um, you're married. Oh, shit. I feel like an ass. I'm sorry, he started to walk away again, so I gathered up the courage to speak. Wait! I looked from behind me, and I saw an assuring smile from my almost husband. Do you want to have lunch together? I asked bravely. But you're a husband? He trailed off. I eased my ring off and I safely kicked him. We can talk about him along the way. He awkwardly smiled but offered his hand anyway. I'm just going to get my purse, okay? He nodded at me, shifting his weight with his foot. I went into the apartment and found my husband on the bed, beginning. So, so you, you have, have a date, date, huh? He teased me. You're just jealous. Hmm, maybe I am. He smiled mischievously and then hugged me tight. You know, I looked up at him expectantly, waiting for him to finish his sentence. This is the last time you had seen me. Grief shook my body and I hugged him tighter. I would miss having someone in the apartment, even though I was the only one who saw him. It was bound to happen, you know. He kissed me on the forehead, and when I blinked open, he was gone. I love you, I whispered to the wind. Hey, uh, are we going? A voice came from my doorway. I looked at my apartment once again, the pale yellow design, the minimum furniture, and the shoebox size, 
And as I closed the creaky door, I took the guy's hand, ready for another chance at love. The story was written by El Lacaba. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I felt damn good when I was reading this story. Unfortunately, I know it's very hard for you to guys to understand who is talking to whom because it's only me voicing over each other's conversation. But I'm trying to team up with some of the girls so they can also provide their voice. It's not an easy task, you know. I just do this kind of stuff sitting on my own in my own room. But I'd like to get some help. So I cannot promise you instantly that I'll get another help and I can add another female voice to my recordings, but I'll try my best. Don't forget to post your comments down below if you have liked this story or not. If you did, don't forget to show your support by clicking that like button down below. And if you think what I'm doing is good and you'd like to see more of it, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. That would really encourage me to make more and more videos like this. But for now, I'd have to say goodbye to y'all over here. I hope to see you next week. Till then, keep loving that person next to you. Bye-bye. Good night.